Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Andrew's Angle, a podcast where we take a dive into stories of successful people and what we can learn from them. Balram Kalwai grew up a servant in the village of, I don't know how to pronounce that, um, Lux, Laxmangar. Laxmangar, where he was a servant for one of the wealthiest landlord families along the river. In his recent best-selling memoir under the name Ashok Sharma, Balram tells the story of how he went from driving his master around to sitting on the top of an Indian entrepreneurship empire. Welcome, Laura. Um, before we start, I'm curious, how is your life and your business going? I bet um, recent um, upheaval in India or the coronavirus is probably affecting your business. Yes, certainly. The White Tiger Driver Company has had to take a lot of new precautions and safety measures that we would not normally be using but the safety of our passengers is our top priority. And certainly if you have a big tech business in Bangalore, give us a call and we can get offer you the best rates in town. Well, that is great to hear that your business is still successful and it's going. Um, certainly. So we, um, after reading your book, we learned a ton about the perspectives of, um, of the people in India and the caste system and what it takes to be successful. So I first want to ask, how, what helped shape your journey and experience, um, like your caste system or your parents' perspective? Um, I think every day seeing my father being mistreated, my family being mistreated, and my brother working maximum hours for minimum wage was very frustrating to me. But also everyone in the lower castes is all often sleeping. They don't realize where they are. I've always been awake and aware of my place in society, and I had a desire to change that. So I set out and became an entrepreneur. You definitely have the pointed awareness to notice what's going on, and I bet that helped contribute a lot to your success. Um, Although you definitely had some ups and downs in your story. I'm curious, um, in your book you said, all I wanted was the chance to be a man, and for that, one murder was enough. So I am curious, is there anything in your journey that you regret doing? Well, certainly, I'm not proud of murdering Mr. Shock, but I think the way you Americans live is a lot different than it is in India. Not everyone has the opportunity to have a a good life for themselves, have a family, and and be happy. So I was willing to do whatever it took because I couldn't stand the misery anymore. I couldn't stand the oppression. So I was willing to do anything to get myself out of that position, and it ended up having to be a murder. But I think I'm definitely not proud, and I wouldn't ever brag about that, as he wasn't. He was a decent man, but I had to do it to elevate myself and elevate my place because a murder on the conscience is a little mark compared to being oppressed for the rest of my life. Sometimes we're left in a situation where we just have to do something to get out. In your case, that might have been extreme and where we draw the line on what is is necessary um, depends on the person, but we know there were definitely forces beyond your control that, um, that uh, forced you into that 
difficult situation. It's a very complex system in India uh, that oppresses people, uh, which you may know that I call the rooster coop. It works very efficiently, and I was a victim, but now I'm I've escaped and I'm on the outside of that. Um, in your book, you faced some criticism for your portrayal of Muslims and women a little bit, and some of your quotes describing Muslim poets were a bit contentious. Do you have any words to those criticisms and concerns that were felt? I believe one, um, my business is located in India, and I think there's a lot of Americans listening to this podcast who will think, who will judge me being anti-Islam and Islamophobic. But that's not how it works in India. In India, you are your own religion, you are Hindu, and anything else is, is seen as bad to you. And that's certainly where I stand. And I believe that the majority of the Indians who are Hindu will not care about my remarks because that's not how it works in India. People don't, people don't take into consideration all the different perspectives and all the different uh, backgrounds. It's, it's just you, by yourself. Yeah, the, the place where you come from and your experience in the world um, definitely shapes how you view other cultures and other people that sometimes we have to acknowledge first before looking um, further and before trying to jump straight to judgment and criticism. Certainly, us Indians have a long history with Muslims. It's not quite peaceful. Well, um, the last reply we heard, uh, one of the last replies we heard on Twitter um, when we asked for questions for this interview was, are you single? Ah, uh, very nice. Well, you see, I am a white tiger, and the white tiger must keep his bloodline pure. He must continue his species. And I, I'm looking for my white tigress. I have not yet found her. I see, I see. Um, quite interesting. We really appreciated getting to hear your perspective on this groundbreaking book. And um, we hope you um, experience great success later in your journey. Thank you. To help us truly understand what goes on in the White Tiger, we decided to bring on some perspectives to help us get to this point. Um, first, we decided to talk to a servant currently living in India who has direct experience with the class system there. Um, our servant to our um, our guests. Hello. Welcome. And um, and do you feel that Balram's experience is similar to your own? Um, Balram's experience is a normal uh, thing and occurrence in India. Um, of course, there's going to be hardships in life. Of course, and uh, we're going to have trouble doing stuff, and people are going to get hurt, but at the end of the day, life is life, and you just have to suck it up. And Balram, he was quite lucky, you know, having Ashok as a master, who is uh, a lot more lenient 
on him. But still, he was, I think, in my opinion, being spoiled. And Ballroom's, a ballroom's experience is uh, pretty, pretty easier than a normal Indian's. I see, I see. So it's, it sounds as though that Balram might have landed in a uniquely fortunate situation, privileged, you could say, situation with his master, and even though he was a servant, he lucked out, um, which I guess uh, might have contributed to his um, uh, inspiring success. Um, so we decided to dig into this issue more by talking to a resident expert on um, on human nature and um, hierarchy. Uh, so we asked our expert, um, how did Baron's upbringing affect him? And um, uh, instead of conforming to the system, or as mentioned by Baron earlier, the rooster coop, um, he went against it. How did he do that and why? Of course, of course. I think when he grew up without, without a mother and without a father for the later part of his adulthood, I think he really lacks a sense of empathy and he, he's almost ruthless. He, he's, he'd act in the manner of a dictator, as in that he, he doesn't care about the people who he affects. He cares about his, his own uh, well-being and his pursuit of greatness. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so we just heard an insightful perspective from our expert on uh, how Balram was in a unique position. Uh, so um, the servant, like, how do you compare that outlook and perspective to Balram? Do you feel that you approach the world in the same way that system and view the system? The uh, absolutely not. I think that Balram should be ashamed of himself. Um, he abandoned his family. He killed his master. Uh, he should he should be absolutely in guilt and regret in regret and be ashamed because he abandoned his duty of being a good servant. He betrayed his master, and uh, I can't forgive him for that. Okay, so he seems to hear that um, for some that willingness to take against what was given to you and what you were um, allowed and uh, fortunately um, given access to is not something that you should be proud of. So we thank our servant and our expert for um, talking to us and giving us this amazing insight. Um, so that will be um, our story for today on the Andrew Angle podcast. We hope to later hear from more amazing and insightful perspective. And um, sounds like we, we learned a lot from about Indian society and what it means to be human in the world. Thank you to our listeners and um, goodbye. Thank you. Thank goodbye. You.